you will start seeing how much more time you have and that will motivate the hell out of you. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking. How can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of Elite Agent Secrets. On today's episode, we've got Will Grimes. He was in special operations for 10 years in the military. He is a proud father of all his wonderful children, and he sells uh, $2.5 million um, in commissions on homes per year, 100% organic from YouTube traffic. So it's going to be a banger today. Will, thanks for jumping on the podcast with us. It's going yeah, to be man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm glad you added the proud father in there. I think if there's something um, that makes me happy, it's that. Your proudest moment. So let's give everyone a little bit of context. Let's go way back to, you know, tell us a bit about your story, how you got into real estate. You know, this is actually like your latest venture. You know, if anyone, you know, after this, everyone's going to have to go follow you on Facebook. You drop absolute bombs on there all the time. You know, you're obviously just crushing it. So take us back and give us kind of a backstory to how you got to where you are today. And then we'll kind of unpack some of your secret strategies. Cool. Yeah. And I'm, man, I'm lately, I've been on Instagram a lot more too. So if people want to follow me there on will underscore Grimes, um, and I'm on there a ton more than Facebook. So if people want to go there, but uh, especially if they got questions or messages, I'll get back to you within a day uh, at the latest. I'm, I'm pretty active on that messaging platform. Um, but yeah, man, like um, as far as like going back, I think the, the biggest part to go back to would be um, joining the military. I did, I did a little bit of pro baseball, man. It was about five minutes. It's, it's mildly interesting. Best friend, one of my best friends dies um, on his first deployment in Iraq uh, in the Marine Corps. And I just had uh, had some fire in my belly. I think I had some growing up to do. I wanted to test myself with something that was really challenging. And um, yeah, man, I, I didn't know how to swim. I'd never shot a rifle till boot camp. My mom was, uh, my dad was a Vietnam veteran from the Marine Corps. My mom's a hippie from the 70s. So no playing with guns, no squirt guns, no nothing, dude. My mom was so hippie. It was fifth grade. You know, it snows here in Colorado and we had indoor recess and the, the teacher played Lion King. And my mom was upset because that's premeditated murder because the uncle <laughs> planned the murder of the father. And it's like, that's right when like you're starting to like girls and they're pretty a little bit and you're trying to be cute. And my mom is like, you know. She, she was with the Marine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So of all places, I end up going there and um, no, man, I did super well in. I guess the one caveat I want to give to people right out of the gate, because especially if you're new, uh, it's your first couple of years, or if you haven't done a lot of real estate, like, man, that's okay. And one of the bis- biggest caveats I have for myself was, you know, I, I got super nervous when we got into the shooting um, portion of, of boot camp. And, you know, my, my grandfather was a Silver Star, Bronze Star recipient from World War II. My dad was an accomplished, uh, um, uh, uh, distinguished shooter from the Marine Corps. And I really wanted to do that good. And I was kind of worked up. And I remember one of my drill instructors kind of saw me nervous on the shooting line. And he's like, Hey, what's, what the fuck's the matter with you? Just, you know, and um, I'm trying to talk to him, but you got to talk weird in boot camp. You got to talk in third person, like it's recruits scared, right? Like, and he's like, shut the fuck up. Just 
what's wrong? And I said, man, I just, I've never shot before. And he leaned in and he said, good. And I was just staring at him. He goes, Grimes, no bad habits, no hillbilly, Kentucky windage. You think you know it all bullshit. You do what I say, when I say, how I say it to the best of your ability. We're going to make you an amazing shooter. And, and I was high shooter out of boot camp, not only for my platoon, but from the entire battalion. And boy, was that a confidence booster that, hey, it's okay to be new. You don't have any bad habits, but the people that you put yourself around, oh my gosh, how important is your instruction? And when you can trust the integrity behind the instruction of people that are, are in front of you and you can with 100% faith, trust their training and, and then apply yourself, holy cow, right? Like you can do a lot. And then from there, it went into, um, you know, being high shooter at different schools that I attended and. Got distinguished as, as a shooter. That was what I was known for and was the counter sniper instructor for division schools um, before I left the Marine Corps. And, you know, so I did that and then I did some government contract work, um, you know, after 12 years in Marine Corps, um, ventured it back home and did some law enforcement out here in Colorado um, and did that for a while and did some other some other stints with some special op units, you know, as far as the law enforcement. And um, man, I just got, you know, I think I was done running a gun and man. I wanted to just venture out and do some different things. My buddy was starting a fitness company, a brick and mortar, like a GNC, but it, it, it's not GNC. It was a, but similar, but they do food prep and a ton of stuff. And man, I was so jazzed up about that. And he let me be number two in his company. And we went from two to 14 brick and mortar stores in, in two years and, and we crushed it. And that's where I started to figure out that like, man, you know, I remember my wife asking me, Hey, you know, if you put 16 hours a day into your own craft, you know, have you ever thought about like what that would turn into or what that would be? And I said, no, like I'd never, you know, thought of that, you know? So my, my number two piece here already out of the gate, as I'm just thinking is just because you're not a born entrepreneur, right? Cause I know like in real estate, man, you got to build a brand and you got to rely on yourself and you got to be an entrepreneur. That's it. Like nobody's building your brand. It's not your managing broker. It's not your employing broker. We'll get to that later, but you've got to rely on yourself and you've, yeah, you got to be an entrepreneur and you got to understand how to operate your business and build the brand of your business at the same time. And I said, no, you know, but I had a lot of skill sets as far as improvising, adapting and overcoming and, and wanting to do things a certain way that I felt were good. And I had a lot of integrity for service and, and just doing the right thing for people. And part of doing the right thing for people is just being a professional. But to the point number two, I guess, before you guys even ask me these, these three questions, it's, I was not a born entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Like, man, I was doing, I did, I did 12 years over here. I did a couple of years with the government. I did five, six years with the, with the police department and build a ton of skill sets. And I remember my first talk in downtown Denver for one of the realtor boards out here, we had a pretty big, pretty big um, talk and it was awesome. And it was, how did Will go from zero to $240,000 of income in his first year of real estate? And the entire talk, they gave me an hour, the entire hour it was me convincing them I did not do that in my first year. It was 16 years of development of skill sets that led to a great start, you know, in, in our first year. And obviously we've we've ventured into significant income increases since then. But those are the first two points. It's okay to be new, but the people you're getting around, you know, as far as that period of instruction and how well you put your effort and faith into you know, them leading you is huge. And then, hey, if you're not a born entrepreneur or a guru nowadays, and you are in your 30s or 40s starting something new, you know, like you're going to have a ton of skill sets that contribute to that. And don't forget who you are just because you're starting something new. And yeah, so that's what I did, man. I sold all my stuff off. I was making decent money with the fitness company. 
but I, I wasn't good with money. Um, I was buying stupid cars like the one behind me, only I can afford them now. Um, <laughs> and man, so my wife moved home with her parents and, and our daughter, and I, I sold everything off and I slept in my buddy's mom's pantry, a legitimate pantry with fig newtons and distilled water. And we threw a little twin mattress on the floor and, and that's where I slept, man. I wanted no distraction starting something new. I didn't want to have bills to, to pressure me um, to try to sell something out of obligation. I wanted to do the right thing because it was the right thing when I was helping clients. And so I, I would wake up in the morning, I would work out, get my mind right. I would study for eight hours a day and then I would go do Uber and Lyft. You can see it on my Instagram. Uh, like my first couple posts, I would do Uber and Lyft at night to just make a buck and feel like I was contributing to my daughter. And, and yeah, man, and I, that's another point is like downsizing. And what are you willing to give up? If you're starting new or if you're super brand new and young, what do you want to sacrifice and give up in order to create the opportunity for yourself? And, and I also think that's super important, but yeah, man, we did that. And I just, I started doing things my way, you know, like, like I, I was pretty good at contracts in the law because criminal law from being an officer and civil law that real estate falls under, they're different, but they're in the same book and they're written the same way. So I understood it pretty well, but there was, man, there's some gaps as far as how people were taken care of and how people were branding themselves and, yeah, we took off. We built a team around it. And um, man, for the sake of me shutting up for a second, because I've been talking a lot, like the rest is history. We figured out how to build our brand through social media. It started off with just doing some Facebook live videos once a week that turned into some other stuff on Instagram that turned into, man, like the YouTube stuff, which is now turned into we are Denver correspondents for one of the biggest talk shows in the country that I cannot say yet because uh, they haven't released it. <laughs> That's um, one of the things I want to touch on, and we're gonna we're gonna go way back and break it down, but this is awesome. So I think I, me, Peter, every business owner, every person at some point struggles with this. Um, like my from my dad's side, a lot of them are military too, and there's something that you always always tend to find with military people is um, their desire for like routine, like they they they, they like systemize their life so they actually get shit done, like. That's the one thing I've always found. Now, a lot of people, and everyone, all of us know, is like, how do you, like, for, for, it's kind of a backhanded question because it's like, inside of, say, me, I don't need, like, external motivation to get me up in the morning to, like, make the calls to do all that stuff because, like, I really want it, like, deep down, right? But not everyone's like that, and that's absolutely fine. We all have different strengths and different weaknesses. So, like... I want to touch on that if you do have anything where the people that are like struggling, you know, that phone is like a thousand pounds, you know, when they're picking it up, they just don't want to make calls or, you know, you obviously found organic. Like, how do you, I guess, personally, I know a lot of it's probably been drilled into you now. It's just habit over the last 16 years, but have that kind of motivation, determination, like grit and just like just doing it you just do the stuff that needs to be done irrespective of whether you want to you got to create self-initiating tasks right so you got to figure out like oh will just said it started off with you know facebook live videos once a week with him and eli my business partner and what was working and not working and telling stories about some of our buyers and sellers and how they're overcoming you know certain things and we were telling stories but we were also talking about our lives and being dads and our wives are pregnant at the same time and they hate our guts right like we talked about all of it because it's, hey, brand is you, man. It's you. Like, you've got to talk professional and, and give people some great insights, but you've also got to be yourself. And so, oh, hey, that's a nugget. Like, I could start there, right? Like, this is something where it starts, man. This is maybe one day you'll show this on camera. Amen. <laughs> Calendar. 
just back to back booked out calendar. Yeah. So is, is that one way you find it to be best is every like, so Brad, who we've had on before, for example, the exact same thing. So He's the like, calendar is the first step, right? It's like the calendar doesn't make you do anything, right? I could put calendar gym 7am and it just fucking sits there. Right. But it's like, first and foremost, you got to get organized, right? Like you've got to figure like, Hey, what am I doing? What are my self-initiating tasks? Right? Like, Hey, here's when I'm making my calls or like, I've got Calendly, right? So if somebody wants a call with Will, yeah, you can have a 30 minute call with Will, but when you go in there to, to select it, there's only going to be 4 PM to 6 PM window of where I take 30 minute phone calls. So I, I segregate, I time block. Hey, if I'm talking to agents that are in our network, that's in the mornings from nine to 11, right? If you're a new person or if you're not necessarily in real estate, but you'd like you know, a, a conversation, you can schedule that. But I time block those three days a week in the evening. So I've got time blocks for that. But if no one schedules one, then it doesn't get filled up. I don't see it and I, I can schedule over it. If I schedule over it before you have an opportunity to schedule it, it's not available. You got to wait till the, you know, the, next, the next day, the next opportunity. So I respect my time, but I also work all the fucking time, right? Like, and if you're new, your time isn't worth shit. You should be working 7 a.m. to 7 a.m., right? Like it just, it all depends on how bad you want it. And, but the first thing, first and foremost, it doesn't matter how hard you want it. If you're not organized, you're spinning your wheels and you don't have a lot of direction. You've got to have a mission of like, hey, what are my self-initiating tasks right now that I'm working on? What are the three things that I'm working toward? that are going to help build my business. And you got to be consistent with them because you won't have any data. If you're not consistent or if you're not doing it, you won't have any of your data, right? And this is where, man, I love data and I'm, you know, national data, national realtor data, whatever you need your fucking data. Hey, what's working for me though. Right. Um, Cause that, that's the most important data that you have. So the first thing is you got to get organized. Once you're organized and you've got some self-initiating tasks, this is where it gets a little bit harder. This is where it's like, cool. I got everything on my calendar. You know, like be flexible. If you got to cancel something, cancel something. Elon, I have a lot of video time blocking for our YouTube. If something happens with the client that just takes priority, we move, we just move it. Like, so your, your calendar has to be time blocked and it's got to have some framework, but you've also like, don't overthink it. Don't be a robot. Prioritize what's right. What, what matters most. And if you got to move things around here and there, do so. But then you've got to stick to it. And this is where like, man, this is a conversation for yourself. You know, like what's that burn? What's that? What's that fire in your belly? You know, like, what are you in it for? And hey, Will, I'm not in it for 16 hours a day. Cool. Then you don't have to work like that. You've got to figure out like, hey, what's my goal here? What am I in it for? What am I proving to myself? What am I proving to others? What type of life do I want to have? And like, for me, man, I'm very service driven, right? Like my new mission and more importantly than veterans want to have a schedule or, or whatever, more importantly is veterans need to have a mission right? Like we, like we love being of service, right? So for me, man, like I love crushing deals, being modest. I think I'm the best fucking broker on the planet. Like the way we've negotiated deals and put things together and we've got income to prove it, dude. I've been in this thing less than four years, right? So anybody else that's got something to say, like, I would love to just, man, I think I'd put myself up there against anyone, but I also think it's because it comes from a place of care, right? I'm a, and when you care, it's like, I'm super professional. And I, I feel like I execute the deals as professionally as possible at a high level. And I also care where if I got to throw money at a deal to save a deal, cause a mistake happened. I also care in that manner where, Hey man, I don't, I, we want someone to not lose out on a home. And those things happen every once in a while, but you just got to figure out what you're in it for. Mine's mine's that mission, man. It's influence. I really feel good about myself. Like giving is the most selfish thing you could do, man. If you really give with no expectation, like, and people are really thankful for it. Like, you feel so good about who you are. It's, it's like it literally, man. So 
I love that. So it started off with transactions, but now, man, I'm, I'm getting less and less transactional and more. Yeah, we're starting to throw big events come this fourth quarter. We're starting here in Denver and we're going to start throwing some big events. And my new mission is like my new client per se is is brokers. It's agents and teaching them how to build their business and build their brand. And so the it starts with the influence for me, right? If that makes sense. And like waking up, knowing people are relying on me, my kiddos, man, my wife, other agents, the clients I'm still involved with, like, man, that matters, you know? So for me, like my word matters, my credibility matters. And dude, it just feel it feels good to, to give back. And then on top of that, like, the, like, okay, well, you don't have any hard days. I got fucking hard days, dude. Right. Like I had to wake up earlier to get on here with you guys. Cause I messed up the timing in my head and didn't realize it was East coast time. So I had to start my day two hours earlier. Well, Hey, not fun. But like, but that's okay, man. But the ambition, you know, just outweighs it. And I know like when things get hard in your business, by the way, that's exactly when you know, hey, you're starting to get into that phase that nobody else wants to do. If it were easy, everybody would do it. So when it starts getting hard, you're starting to get into that other like level of unknown that few that few wander into. And that's where you should take pride and have a chip on your freaking shoulder, man, that I'm doing what most won't. And I, I've got to gut that out. So I got a quick question for you. How do you separate and how do you know when to turn off and when to keep going? Because I heard you say it's, you're 24-7, right? Shit gets hard. But how do you still find time and balance, whatever balance is, um, for your family, for your kids as you're navigating deals? Because I know I was sitting here till 11 o'clock last night going through an inspection report. <laughs> there you go, right? Like, seven, well, so I, you know, I give my kid a bath right? and... Well, right. So balance is subjective, right? Like if we looked at balance in a physical form, just because it's easier to think physical, I guess balance is how much can you juggle or navigate without falling? Correct. So I like in a physical form, I could probably walk across a balance beam, but maybe some Olympian can just do triple backflips on that balance beam and still not fall. So how much more is she balancing than me? Like that's how I see business. Like how much more can I handle than someone else? subjective to they what you know to what they want to balance but first and foremost is that calendar so you know every day man from 6 to 8 p.m i try to give it to my kids and my family um so if my phone goes off and it's something that i need to uh answer well then i just answer like my kids and my wife know something's important man you've got to handle it but more times than not i can give that window every single day when we have dinner and we're playing we're having fun and sometimes my wife is working on her computer but the kids are running around having fun and and it's all good. And then, hey, some days you've got to answer a phone call because a deal's got a fire that's got to get put out and it takes priority. And so it starts with the understanding with your family. There's got to be a conversation with your significant other about what you're in it for, what you're committed to and what it's going to take to get there. And then there's also got to be an understanding of like, hey, why you have to take calls sometimes. And it's not that I'm taking time from you. It's that I've got to support what I'm doing so we can have the time and the, and the life that we want and my commitment to others that I'm just a, a service driven dude. So if a deal's popping off and it's a problem, I'm not going to wait till the next day, man. It's got to go now, especially with dates and deadlines, right? Like it's got to be solved now. And hey, if my wife didn't like that, then I'm not your favorite person right now. And that's okay. And we'll, you know, we'll, we'll wake up tomorrow and I'll give it a better shot at being your favorite person. But we don't, we don't have that issue, man, because we had that conversation as far as what I'm committed to and, and what it's going to take to build what we want out of this company. She supports me, but a lot of husbands or wives don't have that conversation with their significant other. And they also don't do their due diligence. Like if you're always busy and your significant other is supposed to support you, but you're not time blocking and building your calendar and you're not organizing yourself. So you're just always busy, but you don't have to always be busy or like you're fucking around in the middle of your day on Facebook or doing something else. 
but then you're, you're like working at night because you're busy and you got to get it done, but you didn't really manage your time during your day when you weren't around your kids to do all you could to make sure you didn't have to work at night. Hey, that's on you, right? So that's, that's, the, that's the loyalty I have to my family. I'm going to do everything I can during my day. And then if something pops up unexpected at night and I got to handle it, they trust that I've done everything I can during my day. And it's not me sandbagging my day, but then I got to be busy at night, right? So you've really got to do a good job at your own due diligence. And then your family's got to have that conversation and support. And then, so yeah, man, you got to figure out what works for you and your family. I, I do the whole six to eight thing every day. Um, you know, if we're not working on weekends and filming and, and certain stuff, I've got family, but you know, Eli and I can wake up early, dude, we can go bang two, three hours out of, of film and I'm home by 11 a.m., dude. Like it's, and I got the rest of my day. There's so much time if people organize it and commit to it. And I think, yeah, it's not easy at first, but if you organize your time and you commit to it, you will start seeing how much more time you have. And that will motivate the hell out of you. So even when you don't want to wake up early to go to the gym, you know the power behind, I got to get it fucking done or it's not getting done and my day's behind. And I know what that feels like. So the, the feeling of needing a productive day outweighs your discomfort for, ah, you don't feel like going to the gym today if that makes sense, man. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. In the next episode, they will be revealing more of their secrets to success. But before that, I've got something super special for you. If you want exclusive access to more trade secrets, courses, coaching, completely free, then text us the word ELITE to 954-998-0288. It's completely private, invite only. This is where we share ultra exclusive content that's either never been shared before or would cost you thousands to get your hands on so if you want access to all of this completely for free text us the word elite to 954-998-0288 then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com and enter the one-time passcode we will have sent you to your phone can't wait to have you as part of the community